Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. We have something different for you today for Song of the Soul. If you're devotees of the music of Pete Seeger, as am I, then you may well know that May 3rd, 2019, was the 100th anniversary of Pete's birthday. Because Pete was so influential in folk music and group singing, in addition to his peace, justice, environmental activism, there have been celebrations going on all over the country, maybe even the world. One very notable string of 11 concerts in the New England region were organized by Peter Blood and Annie Patterson, along with several other stunning performers, among them Charlie King, Sally Rogers, and also Pat Humphreys and Sandy O, who performed together as Emma's Revolution. On April 27th, they performed for about three hours for the Unitarian Society in Northampton, Massachusetts, as a benefit for Climate Action Now. It's our good fortune that the concert was recorded and that we get to hear a portion of the concert both this week and next week. And to give you a little more background before we launch into the concert, we're going to first talk briefly to Peter Blood, who with his partner Annie Patterson edited the widely known, about one million copies sold, group singing book, Rise Up Singing, and then recently released Rise Again, a total of 2,400 songs between the two books. Peter also edited Pete Seeger's autobiography, Where Have All the Flowers Gone? Peter Blood joins me by phone from Amherst, Massachusetts. Peter, it's good to have you back for Song of the Soul. Thanks. Glad to be here. When did you first meet Pete? I met Pete first at a board meeting of Sing Out magazine. Annie and I went to request that Sing Out publish what eventually became called Rise Up Singing. Pete and Toshi were both on the board. Sing Out was a nonprofit organization and I had a chance to meet them at the board meeting. And although we worked closely to make Rise Up Singing together, I only really got to spend lots of time with him later when I edited his autobiography. That happened somewhere around 1992-93 that it came out. I, I imagined it was a year or two in the making. It took about a year. That's quicker than I actually expected. I understand that Pete Seeger was pretty exacting in terms of musicology. He was. He kept going over and over. Even after the book came out, he kept wanting to get the tunes exactly right. And uh, in the subsequent editions of the autobiography called Where Have All Flowers Gone, he made minor changes from time to time in the music and the books because he wanted to make sure it was precise. What a privilege, though, to be invited in to do that. I assume you grew up admiring his music with the Weavers and then his own activism and such. I can't say that I knew them as a child, but when I was a teenager, I definitely had several of his albums and got the chance to go to one of his concerts for the first time. And I was a huge fan as soon as I got to know his work. You know, had him on a big pedestal like many other people, and so it was pretty amazing to actually end up getting the chance to get to know him and work with him. 
I'm sure that that very long friendship with him and Toshi led you to want to memorialize or to, is memorialize the right word, his 100th birthday? Celebrated, I would say. Okay. I don't know if Pete would have wanted people to make a big deal about him. He was always wanting to point to others' work and others' efforts. Didn't really like to have much focus on himself in spite of being an icon for many, many people. But he certainly would have been glad that many people were using the occasion of his 100th anniversary to emphasize the need to continue to work for the things that he believed in. Which include both activism and music. I mean, he's not a one-dimensional character at all. No, I think from the very beginning, when he began being essentially a professional musician in the early 1940s, he was always an activist slash musician. His first album was actually an album of songs about World War I, and then his second album was an album of Union songs. He started traveling around with Woody Guthrie, I think, in 1939, when they hitchhiked and rode the rails around the West, and they would visit picket lines and demonstrations and other places like that. So he always used his music for a particular purpose, both to further the things that he believed in and also to encourage people to sing with each other. And so you arranged, uh, you and Annie and a number of other musicians did 11 concerts over the course of approximately three weeks uh, around New England. And we're going to listen to one of those today, or at least portions of it. But this was part of a bigger movement happening across the country around Pete Seeger's 100th birthday? Yeah, on our website, we have an area focused on Pete Seeger. It had a listing of events, all the ones that we received information about. We listed 70 different events, but I'm sure there were hundreds of events around the country taking place. Many, many people got together to do either concerts or sing-alongs to celebrate his 100th anniversary. And our particular trip, which actually was about a month, involved these 11 concerts in New England. And he was going to be doing concerts in other parts of the country later this year and maybe perhaps into next year to continue celebrating Pete's anniversary. And again, when you say our website, the one for you and Annie, and that's Peter Blood and Annie Patterson, and that website is riseupandsing.org, riseupandsing.org. Wealth of resources there, folks, so you remember to go out and check it. The link's on nordenspiritradio.org. So we're going to be sharing some music today from the Northampton, Massachusetts concert, which included you and Annie and Charlie King, Sally Rogers, and Emma revolution, that is Pat Humphreys and Sandy O. Oh. And I understand amongst these 11 concerts, you had some other folks join you? Yeah, those were the main, uh, you might say, co-conspirators with us on those concerts. Magpie, which is Greg Archer and Terry Leonino, did two concerts. A wonderful musician named Peter Siegel was at one of the concerts who was a close friend of Pete's and worked with him on the Clearwater Project. But those were the main people. Okay, so that's what we're going to go off and listen to, folks. Peter, thank you for holding up this bright light that Pete Seeger was to the world. And folks, if you don't know about Rise Up Singing and Rise Again, between them, 2,400 songs for group singing, which we use here in Eau Claire, and I know they used all across the world. I think Rise Up Singing is over a million copies out there. Something like that. And I should say, we made a, a new songbook called If I Had a Hammer, specifically for the anniversary. 
and uh, it contains about 50 songs that Pete Seeger either wrote or popularized or used frequently at his concerts, and five or six songs that were used to celebrate Pete Seeger. We ourselves passed out these books at all of our own concerts on the Pete 100 tour, but in addition, we mailed out a couple thousand of these copies to other organizations and groups around the country that were doing these events so that they could also use these new songbooks of Pete Seeger songs at their centennial events. So I realize, Peter, that you were heavily involved in Pete Seeger's in the 92 or 93 initial edition of Where Have All the Flowers Gone? And 2009, there was one, but I think it's out of print now, isn't it? Yeah, it was disappointing. The last edition was done by a major publisher, Norton. There are pros and cons to going with a major publisher. Unfortunately, the con is that the major publishers don't really want to keep a book in print unless it's selling a lot of copies. Many, many people love this autobiography. It has about 80 songs in it, but also it's full of stories about Pete Seeger's life and about uh, his ideas about making music and about writing songs and social change and religion, all kinds of things. And they let the book go out of print about a year ago. And I've been working closely with Kenya Seeger to try and find a way to bring the book back in print. She's hopeful that hopefully within maybe four or five months, the book will be back in print, and if people are interested in that, they can get on our mailing list if you go to our website. We actually have a new URL, by the way. It's easier to remember than riseupandsing.org. You can actually go to our website just with groupsinging.org. So group singing is kind of what we're all about, and groupsinging.org is a little bit easier to remember than the longer web address we've been using, but both will work. Okay, groupsinging.org is where it's at. It's so 2019. So we're going to go and listen to one of the centennial events right now. Peter, again, thanks so much for being an influence of music in my world because ever since I met you at the Friends General Conference back in the early 80s, you've been an influence for me and a great source of hope and music. Thanks for doing that and for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Thank you. And now we'll go straight to the April 27th concert for the 100th anniversary of Pete Seeger's birth held in Northampton, Massachusetts, and we'll let Annie Patterson get us started. What a fine sight. We've got the best seats in the house up here. (laughs) We're so excited. I'm Annie Patterson. I'm so excited to be here with all of you guys. And um, Peter and I created these songbooks that you have, and we're so excited to have people singing out of them tonight. Thank you. So uh, everything in the book is alphabetical, but there's some songs way in the back that aren't, that are special songs written by folks that wrote some really sweet songs. Most of them are here tonight. (laughs) About Pete. So tonight, um, we'll give you a page number for most of the songs, so you can sing along, and that's why we've left the lights up, so you can read your your book if you want. But there'll be some really wonderful times when you don't even need to look in a book, because you'll know the song. What are we doing now? This one, you might like your book, because usually people know a time for this, a time for that, but you might not remember which time comes after which time. So this is the song... (laughs) I learned this song from the birds who learned this song from Pete Seeger because Pete Seeger wrote it. It's on page 38. 
And who else would write a song with Ecclesiastes but Pete Seeger, right? Turn to page 38 in your hymnals. To everything turn, turn, turn There is a season turn, turn, turn And a time for every purpose under heaven A time to be born, a time to die A time to plant, a time to reap A time to kill, a time to heal a time to laugh, a time to weep. To everything turn, turn, turn. There is a season turn, turn, turn. And a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to build up, a time to break down. A time to dance, a time to mourn A time to cast away stones A time to gather stones together To everything turn, turn, turn There is a season turn, turn, turn And a time for every purpose under heaven A time of hate, a time of war, a time of peace, a time you may embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. To everything turn, 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 there is a season turn, 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 and a time for every time to gain, a time to lose, a time to rent, a time to show, a time of love, a time of hate, a time of peace, I swear it's not too late. this is going to be a night where people aren't going to want to stop singing. So if you turn to page 13, as I turn to page 13 with you, we're going to sing this song, the word Guantanamera. It really does come from the word Guantanamo. So as we sing this song of joy, let's just sing it for all of the work that we're going to be doing 
to make sure that people who are in sanctuary can come and be free in our country so that we can make sure that all the children who are in detention now will not be sent to Guantanamo as our resident says he wants to do for them. And we're going to do verses one, three, and cuatro, which is four. <laughs> Guantanamera, Guajina Guantanamera, Guantanamera, Guajina Guantanamera. Yo soy un hombre sincero, de donde crecen las palmas. Yo soy un hombre sincero, de donde crece la palma, y antes de morirme quiero echar mis versos del alma. Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera, Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera. Con los pobres de la tierra quiero yo mi suerte echar. Con los pobres de la tierra quiero yo mi suerte echar. Y el arroyo de la sierra me complace más que el mar. Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera. Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera. Cultivo la rosa blanca en junio como en enero. Cultivo la rosa blanca en junio como en enero para el amigo sincero que me da su mano franca. Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera, Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera, otra vez, Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera, Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera. Pat Humphreys and Sandy O. We're going to get Sally Rogers to lead us in a song. How about that? Yes, Sally. Thank you. Well, uh, this song means a lot to me. Oh, oh had I a golden thread. It's on page uh, 25. Because I'm a quilter. I love to sew. And... Uh, I'm going to have my first quilt show at the Vanilla Bean Cafe in Pomfret, Connecticut for the month of June, and I'm so excited, I can't tell you. <laughs> so, uh, But uh, I've been involved with <clears throat> different peace groups that have made quilts and uh, as a way to bind up this sorry world, and so that's my history. But you know what? I, I can't possibly do this song on the page of Guantanamera. That would not work. <laughs> oh, Guantanamera. No. Da, da, 
magic strand of rainbow design. Of rainbow design. In it I'd weave the bravery of women giving birth. And in it I'd weave the innocence of children of all the earth. Children of all the earth. Far over the waters I'd reach my magic My rainbow design can find up this sorry world with hand and heart and mind, hand and heart and mind. Far over the waters, I'd reach. My magic band to every human being so they would understand, so they understand. Oh, had I a golden thread? When my daughter Milana was four years old, we were at the Children's Music Network gathering, which is a wonderful organization. I have a few flyers out there if you're interested. An organization that works to empower children to change the world through music. It's, it's a good... So my daughter Milana was sitting on my lap. She's four years old, and Pete was there. Pete gave the keynote that year. And I sat in like the fourth row with Milana on my lap and a napkin that I had used to wipe the spaghetti off of her mouth for lunch. And I was still wiping that spaghetti off when Pete was talking. And I practically started crying just listening to him thinking, here is my daughter seeing Pete Seeger 
I mean, I never thought in my lifetime I would meet Pete Seeger, and we actually got to be friends. And that's just, you know, one of the miracles that life brings to you along the way. So as I was sitting there just being filled by this, a song went, and it said, catch me or you're, you lose, you know? So I caught it. I wrote it down on that napkin because that's all I had. I could have almost written it in spaghetti sauce, but I, you know, I had a pen, so I wrote it down on there. And at the end of that day, we sang it, the whole gang at CMN sang this song for Pete. He's a very private person and very shy person, and he cried. I, it was, it just, it, it, it moved me to tears as well. So thinking about it, I go to get all teary-eyed. But anyway, you guys all get to sing it now. And here's how it works. I sing, when you're gone, you go, who will sing? So you finish the sentence, you don't repeat the sentence. When you're gone, who, who will sing? sing? When you're gone, who, who will sing? sing? When you're gone, you go, who will sing your song? Then the part that repeats every verse goes, you have planted the simple seed of singing in our hearts and we'll sing them with each other as we pass them on. So you have planted the simple seed of singing. I don't really need to teach you this because it's on page 54. <laughs> I just realized that. 54. We wrote it Oh, and they, and they made it easier to follow than the way I wrote it, so I hope... No, the way I wrote mean, it. Oh, oh okay. Okay, so... Okay, yeah. So, you... I don't need to tell you anything now. you got all the words in front of you. Now you have the melody, except the, the chorus part goes, We'll pass... You go, Pass them on, them on, pass them on. We'll sing, pass them on. Your song, pass them on. Then you have planted the simple seed of singing in and we'll sing them with each other as we pass them on. Awesome. Okay, here we go, right from the beginning. When you're gone, who will sing? When you're gone, who will sing? When you're gone, who will sing your song? You have planted the simple seeds of singing in our hearts. And we'll sing them with each other as we pass them on. We'll pass, pass them on, them on. We'll sing your song. You have planted the simple seed of singing in our hearts. And we'll sing them with each other as we pass them on. When we're gone, who will sing? When we're gone, who will sing? When we're gone, who will sing our song? We will plant the simple seed of singing in the world. And we'll sing them with the children who will pass them on. They'll pass them on. They'll sing our song. We will plant the simple seed of singing in the world. And we'll sing them with the children 
who will pass them on? When they're gone, who will say? When they're gone, who will say? When they're gone, who will sing their song? They will plant the simple seed of singing on the wind. And the children of the future, they will pass them on. They'll pass them on. They'll sing their song. They will plant the simple seed of singing on the wind. And the children of the future, they will pass them on. When you're gone, when you're gone, when you're gone, who will sing your song? You have planted the simple seed of singing in our hearts. And we'll sing them with each other as we pass them on. Thank you. Sally Rogers. That song was We'll Pass Them On, written and led by Sally Rogers, backed up by a group of performers including Emma's Revolution, Charlie King, Peter Blood, and Annie Patterson for an April 27, 2019 concert in Northampton, Massachusetts. Northampton, Massachusetts. We're listening to a part of that concert for Song of the Soul this week and next to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the birth of Pete Seeger. Song of the Soul is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web at northernspiritradio.org with links to all of the performers at this concert, but also to all of the rest of our guests since 2005 and the list of the 41 stations that broadcast our programs all across the U.S. And there's much more on the NorthernSpiritRadio.org site, like a place for you to post comments, offer suggestions for future guests, and not least of all, a place to donate to support this full-time work. Start, though, by supporting the wonderful community radio stations like WXOJ, Valley Free Radio, who carry these programs and provide invaluable news and music alternatives to the heart of the community. Now, back to Northampton, Massachusetts, for more music on the 100th anniversary of Pete Seeger's birth. Take it away, Annie Patterson and Charlie King. We're going to have so many treats tonight, but one of them that's so special to me is this guy right here, Mr. Charlie King. I don't know about the Mr. Charlie part, but I'm really happy to be here. I was invited to sing at a memorial event for uh, Pete in New York City shortly after he died. They asked a bunch of us to come down and uh, sing songs that Pete taught us and maybe some songs about Pete. It would be best if we made them up. (laughs) So I tried to take as many of the threads from different songs, weave them into a chorus, and then write a song that talks about how Pete was a model of singing and living for all of us. And it draws on a, a symbol that was really powerful for Pete about how change comes about in the world. So picture a, a playground with a seesaw 
and nobody ever uses it because there's a bucket of rocks riveted to one end, and so it's just stuck there. And the other end there's a bucket too, but it's empty. And so uh, people in the neighborhood have got used to, you know, nothing's ever going to change. But every now and then, somebody will come by and drop a spoon of sand into the empty bucket. People say, ah, there goes another one of those idealists, you know, with a spoonful of sand. And then one day they walk out and, whoop, the seesaw has shifted and everything has changed. And uh, they say, well, how'd that happen? And Pete would come out from behind a tree and say, we did it with our spoon of sand. <laughs> now you get to sing about it. Spoon of sand can tip the balance. Drops of water turn them in. Way out there over the rainbow someone stands Singing spoons. You haven't found it. It's, I'll line it out for you. Spoon of sand. Just sing it. Spoon of sand can tip the balance. Can tip the balance. Drops of water. Drops of water. Turn a mill. Turn a mill. Way out there. Way out there. Over the rainbow. Over the rainbow. Someone standing. Someone standing. Singing. You weathered the storm You finished the race We see by the weary smile Upon your face You've stumbled and risen You sang of the dawn You kindled the fire You carried the torch You're passing it on Spoon of sand Spoon of sand can tip the balance. Drops of water, drops of water, turn a mill, turn a mill. Way out there, way out there, over the rainbow. Someone standing, someone standing, singing still. Dark clouds on the mountain, dead fish on the shore. The bottom line bankers, the vultures of war. You turn and you face them, and when push comes to shove, somehow you believe hate has to surrender, surrounded by love. Spoon of sand, spoon of sand, can tip the balance. Drops of water, drops of water. Turn a mill way out there, way out there, over the rainbow. Someone standing, singing still. You charted the waters, saw the river run clear. You raised the sail when we thought the journey would end in despair. Darkest hour on the edge of the dawn. You caught the first light, you gave us the vision to carry it on. Spoon of sand, spoon of sand, can tip the balance. 
drops of water turn a mill way out there, way out there. Over the rainbow, someone standing, someone standing, singing still. Way out there, over the rainbow, someone standing, singing still. So we have a couple other people up here. One is my partner, Peter Blood, down there on his knees, <laughs> praying to some... Oh, he was looking other. for my pick, right. and I found it. I'm actually Thank praying you, for forgiveness, Annie, for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Those who know Peter and me know that's pretty funny. Um, also, we're just so excited to have Mr. David Rodriguez on bass. And I don't know if anybody knows this, but David plays with Stompbox Trio, among other wonderful uh, bands. So check them out. Go to their websites. Check out David's website. Charlie, you got something to say while I retune this? Oh, I, how long is it going to take? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you my the favorite. The banjo. It's going to take a long time. I'll tell you my favorite Pete Seeger story. First time I ever visited Pete and Toshi on the Hudson River, I called him up. I was living in Ballantown, Connecticut. I said, Pete, how do I get there? He said, well, get on Route 2 and take it and get to Route 84 and then you follow that right into New York. You'll come up a long hill. You go over the crest of the hill and there's a rest area by the side of the highway. Pull in there and give me a call. So, you know, this is before cell phones, you know, so I pull in there and sure enough, I call Pete again and I say, okay, Pete, I'm in um, um, how do I get to your house? He said, where are you? <laughs> I said, well, I'm in the rest area, Pete. He said, oh, that's good. He said, now, how did you call me? <laughs> I said, there's a payphone here. And he said, what did it cost you? I said, a dime. He said, isn't that great? <laughs> so um, we're gonna do <laughs> we're gonna do actually a really beautiful song here called "Quite Early Morning." It's on page twenty-eight. It's um, one of the songs that Charlie and I just recorded on a on a CD that we have for sale tonight, actually. So I uh, hope you'll join us on this. Don't you know it's darkest 
before the dawn This thought keeps me moving on If we could heed these early warnings The time is now quite early morning If we could heed these early warnings The time is now Say that humankind won't long endure. Well, what makes them so doggone sure? I know that you who hear me singing can make those freedom bells go ringing. I know that you who hear my singing and make those freedom bells go ringing and so we keep on while we live until for a little over 30 years. We also, well, I was going to say we met first at a people's music gathering, but that wouldn't be true. We met first at Oberlin College. I was at school at Kent State, and I was going to meet some of my pals at Oberlin in the Folk Music Club, and we were going to go see Pete together at Finney Chapel. We were supposed to meet downstairs from Finney Chapel. Thank you, Charlie. And I went around the back of the chapel, and I 
pulled on that great big door, which seemed huge at the time, and bounded through the door, and there was Pete. And I just kind of stood there, because he was very tall. And um, Pete, in his very Pete way, said, reached out his hand and said, You want a cookie? <laughs> We met several times, once at the People's Music Gathering, and then our last time, we went to his bedside. We were all singing his songs back to him, and I thought about the particular way that he had to coax anybody who came in a room that he was singing in front of into singing, but not just in unison. He would ask everybody to sing harmony. And if you weren't getting the harmony, he would teach you some harmony parts because he really wanted to have whole rooms full of people, whole huge venues, breathing in sync and singing in harmony and taking that powerful, beautiful metaphor out into the world. And he was serious about it. As he passed, I thought about all the remarkable ways that he crossed paths with me directly and indirectly from the time I was really, really little. The influence he had, he's the reason I'm here 40 some years later to tell the ring Damn you, Pete. <laughs> I could have, well, no, I probably couldn't have actually. <laughs> I would have been here no matter what. <laughs> but I, I went up to the house because there was a time when the only folks that would talk to Pete in the town of Beacon was the folks right down the street from them at Bob's. There was a little, it was like a convenience store before convenience stores existed, right? Tiny little place there, and it's where Toshi would get her New York Times, and other shopkeepers in town wouldn't sell to them. You know, little by little, just like those spoonfuls of sand, the town came around. Now, of course, the town celebrates them. And did for many years. But there were still folks that never got over Pete's past and their fear of people who were different than they were. So I went up to the house just to make sure everything was okay and started the fires. Pete, of course, had been cutting wood for a week before he died. And he had set up the fires so the teenagers had to strike a match. And she came back up afterwards. So I sat there. This song started to be born, so it has a chorus. When I was four, I had a toy made of plastic and of joy. A magic musical machine from a drum, a stick and strings. And you probably want to know where this is. But you could still sing on the chorus anyway. It's on page 52. <laughs> Windows I would play. I'd live to meet the man one day. Playing songs to shape my life. And taught the world to sing. This is your part. Oh, hear the banjo ring. Hear the people sing. Hear the people sing. Hope changes everything. Hope changes everything. Sing, people sing. Sing, people 
summer of my 18th year, San Francisco he'd appear. I jumped onto a trolley car, alone and wondering. The grove was full when I got there. People came from everywhere. I climbed a redwood by the stage to watch the reveling. Hear the banjo. Oh, hear the banjo ring. Hear the people sing. Oh, changes everything. Sing, people sing. the Hudson River shore, a harvest gathering, asking me to volunteer to keep the river clean and clear, to celebrate the river's life and all the gifts she brings. Oh, hear the banjo ring, hear the people sing. Oh, started a long time ago working on a new songbook to be a sequel to Rise Up Singing, the first song that was on the list for the new book was a song that Pat wrote called Swimming to the Other Side, <laughs> which unfortunately you're not going to be able to hear tonight. 
But when we were making the new book, one of the fun things about making the new book, we had a lot of new chapters that we didn't have in the first book. And what one what of them, new book are you talking about? Oh, this is the new book. No, well, you're talking about Rise Again yeah, or yeah. Rise of Singing. I can't keep track. So anyway, tell well, them about the books. No, no, they, don't, they know about the books. But all of no, they say, don't. We made a book called Rise Up Singing that Pete Seeger helped a lot with. Harold right, Levinson, his manager, got the permissions from all the big companies that we didn't think we'd be able to get permissions for. And Pete, at lots of his concerts, people would say, he keeps telling people, go buy that book so you can sing with your friends and sing with your families. That's what he'd say on stage. Anyway, when we were making the new book, the sequel, called Rise Again, we wanted to name a chapter about people singing with each other. And we used the song, which had just been written probably a little bit before, Sing People Sing. And I wanted to say that this kind of music is really important. Pete Seeger said that the world, if it's going to survive, one of the reasons would be because people sing with each other. And song leaders like the people we're privileged to be on stage with tonight make a big difference to making it happen. So I hope you do everything you can to support musicians by going to their concerts, by supporting radio stations that play folk music, like WAMC, and Valley Free Radio, exactly, thank you. <laughs> and buying things, like if you still buy CDs, all these people have great CDs in the room right behind us. There'll be a break in a little while. And also, these guys have lots of great T-shirts. We're almost out of these ones that Pat you can order them. Yep. And not only do they say hope changes everything, which is a words I think you could get behind. <laughs> It says something about the books on the back. What's it say? Two songbooks, 2,400 songs, one world. <laughs> <laughs> so please do support that kind of stuff. And I'm going to jump in right here and interrupt Peter Blood because our time has run out this week. But we'll be back next week with more from the April 27th concert for the 100th anniversary of Pete Seeger's birth. There are a couple of songs performed by Emma's Revolution and Annie Patterson on the NorthernSpiritRadio.org website. Bonus excerpts, as I call them, because we couldn't fit them into this broadcast. Remember to post a comment and then join us next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.